Mr. Allen! Well, of all people, Portland. The theater is always reviving old plays. That's true. Don't they ever revive old radio programs? The only one that listens to our program is Frank Brzee. This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities. Those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. On this program, we are featuring one of the greatest comedians ever to appear on the air, Fred Allen. Also featured with Fred will be his wife, Portland Hoffa, Maurice Evans, George Jessel, Tallulah Bankhead, Bing Crosby, Milton Berle, and Frank Sinatra. to his own program, Fred Allen appeared on many shows as guests. Here he is on the big show in 1950 with the ever-popular Tallulah Bankhead. Fred, my darling, you fool. It's so nice to have you back on radio. I've missed you. Oh, so you are the one. (laughs) According to Hooper, you are the one. No, darling, we've all missed you. Why don't you come back, Fred? Well, I'll tell you, darling... I, uh, I have been dabbling in something which, for the want of a better name, we shall call television. Please, darling, people are eating. Oh, I'm sorry. Say, you didn't by any chance happen to see me on my first television show, did you? No, I didn't, Fred. Uh, oh, you weren't home? Oh, oh, yes, I was home, darling. Oh, no set, darling? No guts, darling. <laughs> Well, you know television's a new medium, and I have discovered why they call it a medium, because nothing is well done, or very little. Oh, darling, I think you're so funny. So you are the one. No, Fred, no, uh, seriously speaking, darling. Well, as if we haven't been, what else? Well, no, 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 why did you leave radio? Well, I'll tell you, uh, Tallulah, they wanted me to do one of those programs where you call up people on the telephone and ask them questions and give them prizes, you see, and that's why I quit and went into television. Do you mean? Yes, it was a choice between the medium and the telephone. (laughs) Wait for love. Oh, excuse me. No, no, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't read the stuff in parenthesis. You skip oh, I'm that. Sorry, Fred, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, I, I, I'm glad I was able to get you back on radio, even if it is only as a guest. Uh-huh. You know, when they told me about this big-name broadcast, I told them it wouldn't be a big-name broadcast without you, Fred. Well, in radio, Fred has been a four-letter word for some time. <laughs> oh, in fact, I insisted that they put you on this show. Well, you insisted? You met with some uh, stiff opposition, did you? Well, I had to go through channels. Oh, I say, I've read about those channels... But I had thought of coming to back to radio if I could find a new formula, a format, you know. I did get one idea, and strangely enough, it came from Portland. She seemed to think that if I... Uh... Mr. Allen! Well... Mr. Allen! 
Well, as I stand here and feign surprise, uh, if it isn't Portland now. Uh, Portland, Georgia, I had some more here. See, we didn't rehearse the audience. It says applause after this, but you see... <laughs> Rehearsal. This is what's mixing things. Portland, you're just in time. This is Tallulah Bankhead. Uh, hello, Portland. I'm glad to see you. How do you do, sir? <laughs> Portland, I understand that you weren't on the first television show Fred did. Why was that? But my dress wasn't cut low enough. Oh. <laughs> you, you mean a dress with a V-neck? A TV neck. <laughs> Well, before this conversation gets too fay, uh, Portland, <laughs> Portland, how about telling Tallulah the idea you thought up for a radio show for me? Oh, I didn't think of it. No. Mama thought of it. Oh, your mother is writing for radio now? Well, uh, by the way, I was on television the other night, Portland. Did your mother see me? Oh, she never could. Uh, <laughs> you mean that your mother thinks that I... As Mama put it, to the high heavens. <laughs> Many famous stars appeared on Fred's Sunday night radio show, including the great Shakespearean actor, Maurice Evans. Well, Maurice, now that you're out of the army, I guess you'll stay in the uh, Shakespeare racket, huh? Racket? Why, Shakespeare's writing was immortal. He'd be as great a writer today as he was 300 years ago. Why, he couldn't even write for radio, Maurice. Now, you be W. Shakespeare, and I'll show you what might happen if Shakespeare tried to get a job in radio today. The scene? A busy advertising agency. Hello, Batten Foot, Ruth Roth, and Rubicam Advertising. <laughs> okay. Hey, you. You waiting to see somebody? Yes, Mr. Allen. What's your name? William Shakespeare. Address? Stratford on the Bronx. <laughs> I'm a writer. Go right in. Thank you. Ah, oh, come right in. I am a busy man. Have a chair. Thank you. <laughs> now, uh, what was on your mind, Mr... Uh, I didn't get your name. Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. I write plays. Well, I'll tell you, Shakespeare. I do need a serial program. It's for a new product. A soap powder called Doesn't. <laughs> is a new idea in soap powders. All the other soap powders do things. Doesn't, doesn't do a thing. <laughs> now, I need a good radio show to put this soap powder over. Well, I have a play called Hamlet. Hamlet? Sounds like a spam derivative. <laughs> what is the play about? The first scene is in the King's Castle in Denmark. Ah, 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 no, no. Denmark is out. For a radio serial, it has to be a small town in the Middle West. Uh, let's say Centerville. The family is living in a Quonset hut. <laughs> now, who is in the family? Uh, Claudius, Hamlet, Polonius, Horatio, Gertrude, and Ophelia. Well, Ophelia isn't bad, but those other names are out, Shakespeare. Claudius we'll call Papa Maya. <laughs> Hamlet will be Sam. <laughs> Polonius will be Lorenzo Fink. <laughs> There's also a ghost in the story. A ghost? Great. The ghost can do the commercials. I wash my sheet in dozens. <laughs> well, pick up the ball, Shakespeare. What happens in the story? Well, Hamlet's father is killed by his uncle, who marries Hamlet's mother. Murder is out. Serial programs cannot have murder. Well, Ophelia goes insane. The king is poisoned. Well, the Hamlet story is too gruesome for radio. Throw this whole thing out. Get a new story. Know what I mean? Yes, sir. The town is Centerville. Good. Papa Mayer runs the local grocery store. Ophelia is in love with Sam. Fine. Lorenzo Fink tries to make trouble. Instead of Hamlet, I'll call my serial Ophelia Faces Life. <laughs> <laughs>
You've got yourself a deal, Shakespeare. Uh, what do you say? Oh. Shakespeare, put down that gun. Ah! Shakespeare, say something. To be or not to be, that is the question. Dad, what an idea. To be or not to be, the serial is out. I'll make the whole thing a quiz program. To be or not to be. George Jessel was also a guest on Fred's show. The scene is at the famous New York restaurant Lindy's. Well, Fred, sit down. I was just going out to dinner. You can watch me. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, Georgie... Hey, waiter. Yes, sir. Waiter, I'd like a nice knish. Knish? What is a knish? Georgie, a waiter in Lindy's, and he doesn't know what a knish is? Well, he, he's new here, you oh, see. Oh, <laughs> Well, perhaps you would better tell him what a knish is. Well, I will. Now, look, waiter, a knish is a little thing. It uh, looks like a half a ladyfinger, and it weighs 200 pounds. <laughs> Oh, trouble, trouble, trouble. I should have eaten on the train. Oh, you were on the train? Well, of course. I just got back from Washington. Ooh. I had an appointment with the president. The president? Uh-huh. Georgie, not the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Marshall may be leaving. Anything can happen, Fred, you know. But, Georgie, you... I can see the headlines now. UN endorses the Jessel plan. The Jessel plan? It'll be bigger than the Jolson story. <laughs> Bing Crosby also appeared as guest on Fred's show. This must be the Crosby suite. I just saw a horse go in the other door. <laughs> hey, I wonder... Well, I'll knock. Uh, Look, bud, if you're a song plugger or something, I do all my business through Nick Kenny, the writer of Moon Over Mother's Day. <laughs> and, and if it's about baseball, the pirates have a bat, boy, so just... Well, no, no. They're trying to get Dorothy Lamour's telephone number. It'll cost you 15 bucks. That's what Hope charged me. <laughs> well, Bing, you, you remember me. I'm uh, Fred Allen. Oh, Fred? Yeah. Yes. Capital A. I didn't recognize yeah. you. I didn't recognize you, yeah. Fred. You look wonderful. I do? Well, the last time I saw you, you looked like a medical student's homework. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why I'm here, Bing. I just finished reading that new book about your life. Bing, you and I can take this book and make a picture of it. It'll gross $4 million. Oh, no, Fred. I'm, I'm too busy. Too busy to make $4 million? Well, Fred, you can't take it with you, you know. Well, I know. But when Gabriel blows his horn, Bing, you can come back and look around for it. Comedian Milton Berle joined Fred the night he was looking for a new singer for his own program. Fred, next Tuesday night, I'm starting my new program. Today, the sponsor called me up and said he wants a singer on the program. A singer? Singers are a dime a dozen. But this singer must sing like Rudy Valley. Oh. And I've got to find another Rudy Valley. Milton, frankly, do you think the world is ready for another Rudy Valley? <laughs> Fred, please. You know, I'm desperate. My sponsor is a Yale man, and unless I get a guy from Yale who sings like Rudy, the deal is off. Well, look, Milton... There's just one man, Fred. You. Me? Fred, you're the only other man in radio who can sing through his nose. <laughs> but, Milton... Fred, you can out-sing Rudy with one nostril tied behind your back. <laughs> but, Milton, well, honestly, I'd like to help you, old boy. But after all, I didn't go to Yale. Fred, who'll know the difference? You're from Boston. L let me hear you sing like Rudy. My time is your time. Oh, great, Fred, great, great, great. What tone, what resonance. How do you do it? Well, it's my left sinus. It has a slight echo in it. <laughs> the minute my sponsor, Mr. Badu, hears you, I'm all set. This is his office here. Okay, let's go in. Yes, yes, who is it? Mr. Badu, your worries are over. Here, sir, is our man. 
Who is this? Hi-ho, everybody. <laughs> Dad, Pearl, you're a wonder worker. Oh, wait till you hear him sing, Mr. Badoo. Go ahead, Fred. My time is your time, your time. Dad, he's uncanny. Just, just like Rudy, eh, Mr. Badoo? Like him, boy. Once we stitch his eyelids down, no one will know the difference. <laughs> Did you go to Yale? Did he well, go to Yale? Uh, <laughs> to Fred, let me talk. Give him, uh, Fred, Fred, uh, give him the old campus song. Bula. Bula? Well, he only went one year. <laughs> Quick, Fred, the Yale Whiffenpoof song. Okay. We're poor little lambs who have lost our way. <laughs> Mr. Badoo. I'm sorry I cracked, old man. Alan, will you join me as we stand in silence for one minute facing New Haven? <laughs> Let me clasp your hands, sir. Tubby Badoo, Yale class of 87. Bunky Allen, Yale 98. Milty Burl, Grossinger's 43. <laughs> when Frank Sinatra had his own program during the late 40s, Fred Allen appeared as guest on the show. Gosh, Fred, it's awfully good to see you. Did you have any trouble finding our program? Uh, no, Frank. I took a hint from that Broadway play. What play? Follow the girl. <laughs> but we are digressing, Franklin. I came over tonight to have a heart-to-heart -heart discussion with you. Frankie, you are not looking too well. You are overly frail, old boy. How tall are you? Well, with my umbrella up, I'm seven feet eight inches. <laughs> Have you? Uh, <laughs> on sunny days, you're not so tall. Have you, uh, have you been weighed lately? Yesterday. What happened? Well, I got on one of those drugstore scales. Drugstore scales, and? A card came out and said, are you kidding? <laughs> well, that's just what I mean. Do you ever play golf? Golf. A man plays golf for 20 years, and what has he got to show for it? Well? He's made 6,000 holes. A worm can make 6,000 holes looking for a friend. And still not find him. Naturally. But, Frankie, you, uh, you have got to get some exercise. I do. I get a workout once a week. What workout? Every Saturday night, Fred, when I'm through in the bathtub... Yes? I pull out the plug and battle the current. <laughs> some Saturday night you will weaken, Frankie. And zip... Down the drain. Oh, so good, so good. If you keep ignoring your health, you're, you're bound to end up a wreck. You're kidding, hey. Kidding? How is it going to look a year from now, Frankie? You're at the microphone singing, I'm going to love that gal like she's never been loved before, and two guys are holding you up. <laughs> An MCA. <laughs> I think that's what you mean, Fred. You're, you're living in a fool's paradise, Frank, and your lease is about to expire. Fred, you've got me worried. What can I do? Well, you've got to relax. Take a vacation. Relax. Take a vacation. I'm on the radio every week. I'm making pictures at Metro. I'm uh -huh. making records, giving talks at high schools. Next week, I open at the Paramount. Then I make a win at the Wedgwood Room at the Waldorf. You're working too hard, Frankie boy. I know, Fred. I feel like an old canary. An old canary? An old canary? I'm all peeped out. <laughs> Frankie, you, you... You have got to get away. With all these obligations, how can I get away? The Allen Vacation Service, Frank. What is that? Well, it's a service for busy men like you who haven't time to take a vacation. 
As president of the Allen Vacation Service, for a small fee, I take your vacation for you. Sounds pretty good, eh? You send me away for a couple of weeks, you'll be a new man. What kind of a vacation do you think will do me the most good, Fred? Well, I have a cowboy weekend. I go to a dude ranch, register under your name. I'm in the saddle from morning to night. Uphill, down dale, galloping. Fred, horses are out. Haven't you ever been horseback riding? Only once. What happened? I came home with a blister so big, people thought I was wearing a bustle. <laughs> All right, how about my deep-sea fishing cruise? I go up off the Grand Banks fishing for you. The waves are pitching, the boat is tossing. I'm out there pulling in small whales and anchovies. <laughs> no, Fred, I'm sorry. No fishing. You don't like the ocean? I get seasick when I open a bottle of bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll laugh at it for you. <laughs> I've got it, Frank, my Boy Scout camping out trip. I pitch a tent in the pine woods and sleep out every night in an old Indian blanket. Oh, I've tried that, Fred. You've slept in an old Indian blanket? I couldn't sleep. The old Indian kept snoring all night long. Well, how about this one? <laughs> Let him lay there, the old Indian. <laughs> How about this one, Frank? When I took this vacation for Rudy Valley, he was too weak to fold his money. Can't believe it. I can never believe a thing like that. Rudy yes. was never that weak, Yes, Frank. he couldn't fold his money. He was carrying it between bookends. All <laughs> Frank, when he called me in, Rudy was too weak to talk about himself. He was in a lot of the trouble. Allen Maya... <laughs> the Allen Miami Fiesta cured him. Miami Fiesta? For $300, I spent two weeks in Florida posing as you. You get plenty of sun? I'm in the sun eight hours a day. If I blister and peel, it's a little extra. I put do, it I, do I get a good coat of tan? When I come back, people will think you're Rochester. <laughs> well, now that's the vacation I want. I'm feeling better already. I eat three big meals for you every day. Plenty of seafood. Good. I like crabs, Fred. Frankie, I'll eat so many crabs, you'll be walking sideways. <laughs> and lots of butter on everything, Fred. I want to put on some weight, you know. When I get back, I'll be so fat, people won't know you from Sydney Greenstreet. <laughs> Well, have a good time, Fred. You certainly will, Frank. One of the most remembered sequences from radio's golden days was the evening Tallulah Bankhead appeared on Fred's show as they did a parody of one of the early morning husband and wife wake-up programs. Good morning, Freddie, darling. Good morning, Tallulah Angel. Sweetheart, I must say you look refreshingly well-rested this morning. Yes, thanks to our wonderful Pasternak factory-tested Pussy Willow mattress. <laughs> The mattress that takes all of the guesswork out of sleeping. <laughs> so soft. Only the hearts of the tender pussy willows are you. <laughs> well, breakfast ready, Angel Face? Yes, sweetums. Here's your coffee. Well, thank you, doll. Ah. Uh... Oh, peach fuzz. You've spilled some on your vest. Good. Now I can try some of that little panther spot remover. <laughs> no harsh rubbing. Just spray some little panther on your vest and watch it eat the spot right out. And imagine, darling... Stop! Don't you dare move to Lou. But darling... What? What have you done to your hair? That sheen, that brilliant... Well, I just see what so many society women are doing these days. I went to Madame Yvonne's hair do heaven. It's on Madison Avenue. You go to the back of the orange you stand. <laughs> 
times than Oscar Antoine. <laughs> well, it is divine. Your head looks like the back of a bunny, really. <laughs> that Madame Yvonne, Madame Yvonne uses a sensational hairdressing. Really? It contains that new mystery ingredient, chicken fat. <laughs> oh, our canary. Little Yasha is so happy, so carefree, and why shouldn't he be happy? Yes, he knows that the newspaper on the bottom of his cage is New York's leading daily. <laughs> the way your tooth is shining this morning. <laughs> yes, Mummy. I brushed it with Dr. Pratt's homogenized toothpaste. So sweet. I love you, Mummy oh. and Dad. I love you, too, darling. Are you ready on baby? <laughs> well, that's little Yasha telling us our time is up. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6, folks. Until then, this is Freddie. And to Lou. Saying goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> now, wasn't that... Wasn't that simple, Tallulah, with a radio program like this? But it's ridiculous, Fred. Nobody can possibly be that cheerful every morning. Well, that's true. If one of those happy couples woke up grouchy one morning, the listener would probably hear something like this. Uh, 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 hey, uh. knucklehead, get out of that bed. you got a program to do. Will you quit yapping? <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning. Who's up to listen to us? A couple of burglars and Arthur Godfrey, maybe. <laughs> Mouth tastes like a sandhog just pulled his foot out of it. Dad, I'm sleeping. Well, why don't you stay home some night and try sleeping? Sleeping on that Pasternak Pussy Willow mattress? Pussy Willow. It's stuffed with cat hair. Every time I lie down on that cat hair, my back arches. Oh, stop beefing. Here's your coffee. Well, it's about time. I spill some on my nightshirt. Oh, you're such a slob. I'll get that brother. <laughs> That little bottle of panther spot removal. You're not putting any of that Adam juice on me. <laughs> the last time it ate away my nightshirt and I still had the spot left. <laughs> Where do you find these sponsors? In the police lineup? <laughs> Your hair. <laughs> it, it looks as though you just took your head out of a mix master. I know that hag, Madam Yvonne, with her chicken fat... My hair keeps sliding off my head. Ah, that bird again. Shut up, you molting pest. Now, look here, clam Oh, bird. shut up. And, Yasha, you shut up, too. Good morning, Mommy and Daddy. <laughs> That'll teach you sneaking up on your parents with that one tooth like an old elf. <laughs> Can the kid help it if she looks like you? I want my breakfast. <laughs> Go gum a donut. Hot down, Tom. I've had enough of this grind with you and that kid in the canary yapping around. I've got a gun here. You're right, you kid, Yasha. Yes, and you're next. Ah! Daddy, you killed Mommy. Now it's your turn. That concludes another edition of the Golden Days of Radio. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to tune in next time for more great moments from radio programs of the past. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.